Welcome to the Broadcast Storm, episode number 105, Understanding Wi-Fi 6. Hey everybody, this is Kevin Wallace, and in this episode of the Broadcast Storm, we're going to talk about a wireless technology that's getting a lot of attention these days, Wi-Fi 6, or the technical specification is the IEEE 802.11ax standard. But to better understand the benefits of Wi-Fi 6 and why it's so awesome, we need to go back in time a little bit and understand how things traditionally worked in wireless environments. We would have a wireless access point that would connect out to wireless devices, but those access points, they acted a lot like Ethernet hubs. We could have only one conversation going at a time. And you might remember with Ethernet hub technology, we used something called CSMACD, Carrier Sense Multiple Access with Collision Detection. Well, with traditional wireless access points, we use CSMACA, Carrier Sense Multiple Access with Collision Avoidance. What these devices are doing in an attempt to avoid a collision is they listen to the air for a brief period of time to see if anybody else is communicating. And if the coast is clear, if it's all silent, then that wireless device can transmit. But sometimes we might have more than one wireless device transmitting at the same time resulting in a collision because they listen to the same period of silence, or maybe they just don't hear one another. They're both within range of the access point, but they're going in different directions from the access point. They're not in range of one another. So collisions do occur even though we're using a CSMA-CA. And when we do transmit, we use a particular channel. And uh, currently, it's one of two bands. There's the 2.4 gigahertz band and the 5 gigahertz band. But when we transmit, we're using a channel. And these channels can have different amounts of bandwidth called channel widths. Traditional channels had a width of 20 megahertz. Then 40 megahertz channels came along. Today, we can go up to as high as 160 megahertz channels. And Wi-Fi technology has certainly improved over the years with technologies like MIMO and MUMIMO. MIMO stands for multi-input, multi-output. What that does is it allows an antenna to transmit two different conversations at the same time using the horizontal and vertical polarities of a wireless signal. And that allows us to distinguish one signal from another signal. It kind of reminds me of a lot of those glasses you get in 3D movies. If you ever go to a 3D movie, and some of the glasses work a little bit differently, but many of the 3D glasses out there, they use lenses that are polarized at 90 degree angles from one another. So if you hold up two pair of these glasses and you rotate the glasses at 90 degree angles, a lot of the times you'll see total darkness. It blocks out all the light. It blocks out the light coming from the vertical polarity and the light coming from the horizontal polarity. Well, that's kind of like what MIMO does. It separates the horizontal and vertical polarities of our radio waves. And then multi-user MIMO or MUMIMO, it isolates conversations with each user and that's going to allow multiple users to transmit and receive simultaneously. And this works hand in hand with beamforming which allows a wireless antenna to focus its transmission in the direction of a specific user. That helps eliminate interference with other users. It gives better range for the user that we are talking with. And then Access Point started adding more antennas. And each of those antennas could use this MuMIMO technology, and that increased the scalability of wireless networks. And that brings us up to today. Uh, how is Wi-Fi 6 going to improve on this? Here are a few additional things that Wi-Fi 6 is going to do for us. It's going to be able to take a channel. Maybe it's a 20 megahertz channel. Maybe it's one of those 160 megahertz channels. And it can divide that channel up into 78 subchannels. 
and each device that the AP is communicating with can be assigned to one of those subchannels. And communication with each of those devices can happen at the same time. This is using a technology called OFDMA, Orthogonal Frequency Division Multiple Access. That's as opposed to OFDM, Orthogonal Frequency Division Multiplexing, which is used by a lot of other wireless standards like 802.11a and G and N and AC. With those technologies using OFDM, we could divide a channel up into multiple subchannels and we could assign a user to a subchannel. But even with that, only one user could be talking at one time. However, with OFDMA, they can all talk at the same time. It's a lot like going from an Ethernet hub to an Ethernet switch. And Wi-Fi 6 can also have more antennas. We can have as many as eight antennas just for transmission, and we can have another eight antennas for receiving. And something that's very unique to Wi-Fi 6 is that the access point doesn't just sit passively waiting for data to come in from the wireless devices. The Wi-Fi 6 access point actually tells the different devices when they're allowed to transmit and when they're allowed to receive. Essentially, each wireless device is getting a schedule from the access point. And the term for this is called deterministic connections. And this debate about whether this is a good thing or a bad thing, this goes way back to the old debate back in the 90s between Token Ring and Ethernet. Token Ring was deterministic. A client could transmit only when it was in possession of a token. But Ethernet was non-deterministic. It could transmit when nobody else was transmitting. And the argument was there's less latency with Ethernet as compared to Token Ring. So it might seem like these deterministic connections with the Wi-Fi 6 would increase latency. After all, clients are limited to when they're able to transmit and receive. But in practice it is going to dramatically reduce latency, especially in environments with lots of devices. And the reason is we're having to recover from fewer collisions because we're preventing those collisions before they occur by scheduling when everybody can transmit and receive. And another technology that Wi-Fi 6 uses is basic service set or BSS coloring. Let's say we had multiple access points operating on the same channel. If they're each trying to transmit different streams of data, then they could interfere with one another. They're using the same channel after all. But with BSS coloring, each access point is going to color or mark its traffic uniquely to identify it as being part of that access point's conversation. This is going to dramatically reduce interference. And if you're curious about the theoretical maximum speed of Wi-Fi 6, it's 9.6 gigabits per second, but we know that we rarely, if, if ever, approach theoretical maximum speeds. But the good news is, Wi-Fi 6, it is faster than current Wi-Fi standards. It can support more simultaneous users on a single access point. We're going to have less interference between our access points. And because of an access point's ability to control when clients transmit and receive, we end up with reduced latency. And that's a lot of great things that Wi-Fi 6 can do for us. So I don't know about you, but I'm excited for more and more vendors to start coming out with Wi-Fi 6 enabled smartphones and tablets and laptops and, uh, of course, the access points. And I hope you've enjoyed this discussion of Wi-Fi 6. And I look forward to spending time with you again on the next episode of The Broadcast Storm.